0: Hello podcast. I'm back. Um, it's been a long time, but I have no excuse. I just didn't do this. Um, it's my first podcast back since August and I'm just going to upload these when I have time and I want to, and it's fun and I'm not going to have any like Patreon anymore or no schedule or whatever. So Yeah. Mm, just just fun podcasting, um and I'm here today with cerise from Big Soy Naturals, which is a podcast and a meme page. Hi hi, <laughs> thanks for coming on. yeah, of course. um I was thinking about like who to have I feel like I ran out of ideas for, like people to have on before. that's like why I stopped recording partly, but I'm very excited about um, our DM friendship and our various fashion and culture convos we've been having. So I feel like you're a great guest to have on my reboot. Thank you. Season two, if you will. Um, tell me, wait, so did Big Sway Natural start as a meme page or as a podcast?
1: Okay. So it was definitely a podcast first because I we were going to have a like an Instagram account for the podcast and then I decided that like self promotion is kind of ugly, um, and I didn't want to have to run an Instagram page that was just promoting the podcast. So I decided that instead we would just have a meme page and every once in a while remind people that there was a podcast, which I think has, like, mostly worked. Um, every once in a while, someone will comment and be like, oh, we had no idea, but that's kind of okay. Um, and I feel like it's a better way to gain an audience without having to, like, talk about ourselves all the time. Um, and it gets to, like, show off what our sense of humor is. But making memes is actually, it's actually really hard. Um, and finding yeah. memes is also really hard. Um and I think I know because you back. guys
0: post slideshows of like ten at a time, like multiple times a day. I'm like, how do they even find this much?
1: Yeah, no, being um a meme page owner is it's like the hardest thing that anyone can do. <laughs>
0: Damn, they don't know.
1: They don't know. It's labor.
0: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing for my podcast because I made a um Instagram account and I just posted like a couple of times, but I think it's better to like yeah post memes and, like, just have it be – because I, like, love sharing that stuff anyway. So I feel like it would be a place to, like, dump all that stuff that would be fun that isn't um, my personal page. I don't know. I feel so confused about what to do with Instagram and, like, social media. The Instagram
1: algorithm doesn't like – I think – they don't like people just, like, sharing their work anymore. I feel like Instagram used to be a pretty good place to, like, promote art and stuff um, or like a crafts page or whatever but if you don't get like a decent amount of bookmarks and a good amount of like comments and shares then instagram starts like suppressing your content so it was also sort of like a reverse engineered thing of like okay what can we post on there that would like be a thing that people would want to like share and bookmark um and i think if it was just like podcast episode titles it would only be our friends. Um, And no one would share it or maybe like five or six people would. So it just made a little bit more sense. Um, And I felt a little bit like diabolical when (laughs) when we first came up with the idea because I was like, this is this is it. This is how we're going to get clout. And it has worked. Yeah,
0: I know. I was looking at your page today of twenty four hundred followers and I think I followed you before a thousand. Not to be like I was there, but,
1: and I don't know how I found you.
0: Someone must have just sent it to me. And then I just became like, I don't know. I was just like, wow, these memes are hitting so hard.
1: Yeah. And it's introduced us to a lot of cool people too, where, I mean, this is how you and I met where I think it's really fun that people will just like DM the meme account and start talking to, it's mostly me um, on there or, like, people have added us to, like, close friends, too, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I, I am your friend. Um. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that. It's fun to make friends online. Yeah. I feel and like... That
1: was how Kendall and I met.
0: Yeah. I feel like there's... I don't know. Like, there's some, like, stigma about that or... I don't know. it's like it's, But it's not weird anymore. It's not weird to make friends online anymore.
1: I mean, yeah. it hasn't
0: been for a long time, but... I don't know. I feel like when I explain to people, I'm like, like my friend was like, who are you doing your podcast with? I was like, I don't know. Some girl I met online. Like, like every episode <laughs> of my podcast, like some, some cool chick I met on the DMS. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like easier to like find interesting new people online than it is in person. Sorry.
1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, we were before we were recording, we were talking about how like the switch from Web 1 to Web 2 meant that people started putting their real identities online. And I think that that is also when it started becoming a little bit less weird to like meet up with people from the Internet or become friends with people from the Internet because you had a sense of like who they actually were as a person versus if you met someone from like a forum in, I don't know, like 2006 2006 you would really only know their like personality from that forum and what they yeah. said about themselves, but not anything about their life that you could like verify. No tagged photos. Yeah. <laughs> um. So,
0: okay. Sorry. I'm looking at my notes. Rusty. Um, valid. Yeah. We were going to record last weekend and talk about the Met Gala, but that time's kind of passed and, it sort of feels like a week or two out now. It was really like a red carpet flop. Like no one is really stuck in the memory. The collective consciousness mostly, I think like just got the like perfect sort of like dismal moment of the like Roe versus Wade like leaking
1: yeah, they took uh, a our Push notification. Rights. Right during, after.
0: <laughs> yeah, during, like, the dinner portion. And I was thinking, because I think when the celebs go inside, I think they have to, like, check their phones, or, like, there's mm-hmm. no phones allowed.
1: Yeah, they're not um, supposed to take selfies, allegedly.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking, like, it would be so funny if they were all just in there, like, not knowing, just, like, blissfully eating their little dinner or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But I would love to just like see
1: I'm sure it was like a hist I bet they were like a hysterical. I bet it was oh, hilarious
0: yeah. inside of there.
1: Definitely. I mean the Instagram essays that some of them were coming out with afterwards. I would have loved to to be in the room listening to them react and like try to be serious. Be like, this this affects me. It's mm-hmm. like hmm, probably probably not, but um, I like that you think that. I want I want to hear what Kendall Jenner like, specifically thinks about reproductive rights?
0: I'm sure she just has the um, highline talking points, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that all celebs and, like, sort of liberals following the rules know that, um, like, bullet point one, like – rich women will always have access to abortion. It's not about <laughs> that. It's about,
1: uh-huh.
0: right? And to like, uh, yeah, I don't know what their other like, what I, I feel like everyone, I feel like no, like people care, but also like don't care. I did see, I was walking the dog this morning and I saw three uh, girls like with, protest signs waiting for an uber oh (laughs) like a uterus and like i just was like they were young um and had like blue hair and everything (laughs) i was just like yep go march it up do the demonstration i don't know i have like no belief in um like demonstrations anymore
1: yeah i think um the Pro- protests are cool to me when they start burning stuff. I th- and that is also, like, yeah. I think the last time that um, in recent memory, like, a protest has worked and, like, gotten anyone to do anything. When they, were, when they were burning down the targets in Minnesota, like, people moved really fast. All the brands started apologizing. Yeah. It was great. Um, <laughs> but then people were like, it's bad it's bad to do that so and it kind of feels like did be nice
0: it feels like it was like a big um explosion of like emotion but like it didn't there wasn't really any lasting like what really literally the only thing that comes to mind is the 15% pledge which is like retailers saying that they'll dedicate 15% of their um shelf space to Black-founded brands like Sephora oh, cool. and Target. I'm like, but I, I mean, like, yeah. Besides, I'm like, what else did? What else has like well, lasted?
1: I think for a while, but I think they might have all lost their jobs. We got like racial equity consultants, um, yeah. at, like nonprofits and big corporations. And then yeah, it, was like I think the, it was like a
0: make-work. It was like a
1: yeah. And then I think the other thing that we got that I like is like there's a lot of people still that have like black squares on their profiles. Yeah, And I really like seeing Kennedy. Them. It's such a, uh, Corey Kennedy's is the best one because it's her last ever post. Yeah, before um, she regained relevance. I was obsessed yeah. with that. And I, I think it's a really nice like litmus test to see who is going to be annoying. Um, if you mm-hmm. can go on someone's Instagram profile and, and see if they've got a black square on there. So I appreciate you, that moment. Like
0: I recently added a coworker, just totally like normie, nice person and you know, wife and dog type person and mm. like looked and I saw, you know, I scrolled down a couple rows. They don't post a lot. It's mostly like um, archival photos of like their wedding and shit like that. And I saw the black square and like, there's something like kind of um, like sweet to me about the ignorance of like what the black square discourse wound up meaning that you kept it up because it's mm. like oh you never like you posted the black square and then you never learned about the black square discourse you just kept it up like
1: yeah I guess it's different if it's someone who's like a normie that's like mm, maybe above the age of like 35 where maybe they're not on Instagram all the time and exactly. then it's like oh, yeah. like you someone told something you that like, like offline yeah, yeah. like wholesome about it
0: where I'm like you're really just you truly are the well-meaning liberal. You're really just – you're posting the square and you're yeah. locking off. You're going back to the wife and dog,
1: you know. And you're like, that was, that was my activism. That yeah. was my participation. I don't need to go to a protest or anything. I get yeah. it.
0: No, they probably – Hashtag Those Black kinds Sex of Tuesday. people probably went to one or two protests. It was probably the first time they've ever done something like that in their life.
1: Yeah. Donated $15 to Black Lives Matter. Um, Yeah. Like the national organization.
0: Yeah. The funny. Okay. So the neighborhood I'm in, in LA, like is this like micro neighborhood called Angelino Heights. That's like kind of in between. uh, Echo park. I don't know why I'm docks in my location. Between Echo park and downtown. (laughs) But it has this. It has like the highest concentration of Victorian homes. Like. Cool. I don't know if it's in California or in the U.S. or whatever. They're not all uh, – uh, some of them are in really good shape. A lot of them are not in great shape. But it's not the whole neighborhood is like that. It's just like certain blocks are, have like a lot of these houses. And the rest of the neighborhood is um, – I don't know. It's like it's a little sketchy around the edges. It's like kind of – it's definitely like an in-between kind of neighborhood. And when I walk – because I walk the dog on the, like the really nice – Streets Cause it feels like beautiful and like better than my own block. And they are the, that is where I see black lives matter signs. That's where I see Ukraine flags. I don't see them anywhere else in my neighborhood, except on these blocks in the big, and I saw in the biggest fucking Victorian mansion tax the rich. It's like, also uh, oh, like yourself, like, are you, you're saying like, I deserve to be taxed. Like,
1: I love that. That okay you know that was one um, i'm get, like i guess i'll have to give it to AOC it was one met gala fit people are still talking about it it was bad um it was the last time and i was confused cuz like wasn't the last theme also like american excellence or something like something to do with like american it was like history a, they
0: it was like a two-parter because they got the, the schedule got screwed up because of covid So they did a – instead of doing one last spring, they did it in the fall, and they did that part one of this America thing. Yeah, American excellence, Mm. American exceptionalism. not
1: not that much that you can squeeze out of an America's cool theme.
0: I was like – okay, when I was watching it, I was like, this feels like – because like Vogue and um, Anna Wintour are definitely like DNC operators, right? Like they are Mm. definitely like – they're in the mix – um, and I was feeling like, because everyone was talking about, like, being an American. And I was like, oh, my God, this feels like a, like, post 9-11, like, I'm so proud to be an American for no reason kind of, like, moment. And I was like, are they ushering in some kind of national pride? Like, I don't oh, know. Yeah. It felt really, I was like, this feels psyop
1: I I really do feel like we're living in like 2003 part yeah. part 2. Um especially also with like like real tree print being really popular. I feel like that's like the same thing as like how camo was really big like right after 9/11 mm-hmm. because it's people like kinda doing like military signaling. Except this time it's it's like quasi ironic, but they're still doing it. Yeah. Um But I felt like the the American theme, I guess, could have been cool if they didn't limit people to the Gilded Age because, like America's been like responsible for some like pretty interesting moments in fashion if they were like trying to do something with like disco maybe, or mm-hmm. I don't know if I would want to see the car jenners like attempt a like a hip hop moment. but the, the Gilded Age was just bad. And I think that that was why it was a flop. It was like, there's not really that much you can do with that theme. To work with, And yeah. make could be, like, cool. And so yeah. either you, like, fit the theme and it's like, okay. Like, you kind of look like you're going to a costume party, but good job. Or, or you don't and you look bad.
0: And a lot of people just were like, oh, took, like, Gilded. Like, they, they, they went away from, like, the Gilded Age or whatever and just did, like, Gilded like
1: you like shiny, shiny outfits. shiny
0: like things that are gold. It's like,
1: yeah, no, it wasn't great. It was it made me feel like America is an empire in decline.
0: Definitely What's new though. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think the most interesting thing the- about it was like the fake blind item about Elon Musk trying to get seated next to Sky Ferreira. Um, yeah. so that he could, I don't know, like start, start hitting her up. I would, um, I would become the Joker. I think if he and Skye started dating, I've, I've already had to deal with my like very regrettable, um, like standum of Grimes and what their relationship has meant for that. I don't think I could, could deal with it. If like in Sky's comeback year, she and Elon got together. So I'm glad that that was fake but I am rooting for Elon and AOC. I want them to date.
0: Whoa, I, whoa. I'm really kind of like processing this right now. It's really hard to compute.
1: (laughs) They're both like Twitter fiends, right? It's not impossible to
0: compute, but it's hard.
1: They love like an epic meme. And I, but but in like the older millennial and sort of She has white
0: guy boyfriend already.
1: She does. So she does. She's used to that. Mm hmm. And like, I feel like she could be just like Grimes, where someone is like, what? Like, why are you dating Elon? Like, he's union vesting. And she goes, like, actually, that's fake news. Yeah. I feel like AOC would be perfect at that.
0: But wait, just speaking of like the Met and all of that. Him being there with his mom, I was so pissed because I was like, if you were on better terms with Grimes, we would have a Grimes Met Gala look right now. But because yeah. you're not, you're stealing that from us with your fucking, like, actual, like, scary, like, <laughs> elite mom.
1: Yeah, his mom <laughs> owes me money. I'm South African, and I oh, know what really? up to, and his mom owes me money, so whenever I see him, like, I'm extra annoyed at him, because I don't know how much money he made off those emerald mines, but I feel like I should I should get half. Um, He's,
0: like, but I know, <laughs> and, like, he was so, like, he was so spooky being there, because it's, like, okay, this is, like, the real, like, Gilded Age, like, creepy robber baron
1: yeah. type
0: guy. It was, like, too literal. It was, like, Ugh.
1: Apartheid Emerald uh, billionaire, but Grimes had the best outfit last time. Like she did the best job, and I think she had the coolest interpretation of the theme too, of like American excellence or whatever. Where she was like, "Oh well, like America's responsible in a big part for like the the sci-fi genre." So I'm gonna go into that. That was hmm. great. She gave us a sword. Yeah, yeah, she's want to do that.
0: I actually mm-hmm. saw that she was. Um, djing the louis vuitton uh like cruise after party or whatever and she looks so fucking cool i'm not gonna lie there's like a little clip of her
1: she just partnered with some cool girl brand that i'm forgetting the name of really but no grimes grimes is great i mean i'm not like valid for saying that um and I think that everything that Azalea has said about her is true. She probably does smell like a roll of nickels. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've ever watched the video of what she eats in a day, but, like, she eats a whole stick of butter. Um, so, like, she's just gross, but I yeah. like her.
0: I, you know what really what really bummed me out was, like, when she and Azalea were beefing and Azalea was leaking the text, uh, Grimes is fat shaming her was fat shit yeah. and azalea. and I was like no not the fat phobia
1: <laughs> that was funny to me and I think it like I, I don't know revealed that that underneath it all she is just like a 36 year old white woman where yeah like yeah. she doesn't have the capacity to do good insults and so like when she's running out of steam she's just like uh like you're fat
0: mm-hmm. you're ugly
1: it's like yeah okay like I thought you could do a little bit better than this yeah Um, like it was the lack of creativity that bothered me because obviously azalea isn't fat so it doesn't even land as an insult and it's just like what that kind of person reaches for when they don't have anything
0: yeah um but speaking of 2014 yeah we were going to talk also about that how there was that like boom a couple of months ago of everyone talking about like the 2014 Tumblr girl is coming oh, back. She but now it kind of feels like what happened.
1: Yeah. yeah where'd she She's go? <laughs> okay.
0: First of all, I am so confused by everyone else's timeline, like memory of time, because to me, 2014, like everyone's like 2014 Tumblr. And I'm like, I thought we were all on Instagram by then. Because I wasn't using Tumblr in 2014. I think I was using Tumblr. I think I used it the most when I was in college and I graduated college in 2012. So it would have been like 2010, 2011.
1: Yeah, you know, I I was on Tumblr in 2014, but I was a, I was a Tumblr person. And by the time, like by the year 2014, it, was definitely not as many people because um, instagram was bought by facebook in what 2012 um so i think that was around the time that people like made made the switch and when people are like or they're not anymore everyone has forgotten but when they were saying that they wanted to bring back the 2014 tumblr girl i found the essay and they're like lana del rey um Lord, the 1975, like the Arctic Monkeys, those are all, that's 2012. Um, And okay,
0: all of the, okay, I got so upset with that. I hated that. That essay made me so angry. And I, the first thing I did was I looked at all of those bands and all of them were founded or or all founded. All of them were like started in the early 2000s. Like those bands had existed for 10 years, babe. You didn't need, you didn't need Tumblr to tell you, you could find that out on Pitchfork, like anywhere. You could have an older sister. Like anyone could have told you about that. That wasn't like specific. You happened to find out about it that way, but it's like that music was out there. It existed. Like it wasn't, i don't know like it was so disjointed
1: the arctic monkeys album that tumblr went nuts over was am and that came out 2013 but before that they hadn't like put out an album since like humbug or whatever and that was 2009 and lana del rey didn't put out an album in 2014 until all the way into the summer with ultraviolence because i remember that moment vividly and before that it was born to die in 2012 so the year that they're describing is 2012. And <laughs> they're talking about yeah. soft grunge, which is also 2012. And my claim to fame is I went to high school with the girl that coined the term soft grunge and had like the original like Tumblr URL for mm. it. And that was 2012 also. Mm. Um, so I think that was the most frustrating part about this. And I feel like this is actually like why Kendall and I started Big Soy Naturals is that like internet history is like it's right it's right in front of us. You can I very know. easily like Google look this stuff up. And yet the people who have jobs of like discussing internet history or even things that are happening right now, like don't put a lot of effort into like telling the truth or doing a good job covering it Um, because it it would be so easy to say the 2012 Tumblr girl is back.
0: I know. There's no – I actually, like, part of the reason I'm podcasting again and I'm going to start writing again is because there's such a boom in all this, like, cultural analysis stuff, and so much of it is so bad. I'm like, I can't stand by. I can't stand by and watch. Like, there's no historical analysis is what I find. Like, when people are talking about – trends or style or celebrities or whatever it's like people only can remember like eight years and it's like there's so much more to say if you have like any knowledge of history
1: yeah yeah and its I think especially with the amount of like archive access that we have now yeah. the internet it's like very confusing to me why it happens and it feels like I don't know, just, like, not enough respect for the subject that it's covering, where mm-hmm. I guess you've decided that, like, the idea of the resurgence of the 2014 Tumblr girl is silly, so you're not going to put that much effort into, like, learning about it. But then, if that's the case, like, why why bring it up at all? Um, and, I, yeah, I just, like, I find it really frustrating, because it's a huge part of what people are, like, reading and consuming right now, but... I just don't think a lot of effort is put into it. And I think uh, a lot of the people whose job it is do not spend enough time online. And so they, they get tricked really easily. Like the, when the word like chuggy was like being thrown around and they were like, this is, this is the new hip word. Like that all the, all the Gen Z people are using. And it's like, no, no one was using that word. It was like a group of like, like in like, friends on TikTok who are all friends with each other that we're using that word as an inside joke with each other. And it is, like, the equivalent of, like, going to visit a friend in college and, like, meeting sorority girls who have an inside joke and then, like, coming back and being like, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone says this. But I think that that's – that is, like, what it's like when you don't spend enough time online. You can't, like, distinguish, like, real trends – from like things that are much smaller than that I agree and I think
0: I actually talked about this with um someone with Rebecca Jennings who writes a lot about um TikTok and does a lot of that reporting and stuff and she told me we actually talked right when the Chewgy thing was happening for this podcast and um she told me that she she noticed that and she was kind of like is this a thing is it not a thing and she decided like it's not a thing and then leap at the New York times decided to write about it.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: because of that, Rebecca winded up having to do kind of like a response sort of thing. And she was like on MSNBC or like one of those networks, like having to do like a talking head thing about like chuggy. And she was trying to say like, this isn't actually a thing. Like, and of course they cut, they just like used whatever the little soundbite was. That was like what they wanted from her and didn't get her point at all. But it was interesting. Yeah. She was, like, well, discerning. Yeah,
1: And, of course, it just, like, has since fallen off because the only people that were using it were people that learned about it from, like, whatever article or video that they watched that told them that this is, like, the, the word that all the kids are using. But then it, like, disappeared after a couple months versus, like, other slang terms that are actually, like, long, yeah. like, longer staying.
0: I held on to Chugi because I think, like... I love it. Like I think it's great. I also think like is chuggy just ironic. Like if you're like oh if you're doing if you're being chuggy on per being chuggy on purpose I think is irony. If you're like oh I'm gonna wear this like these chuggy UGGs, mm. I you're like I'm ironically wearing UGGs.
1: I think that irony's over. But. I know, I know, but I'm tr- <laughs> i trying to say that
0: like we're yeah. just recasting all the same shit.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, I guess wearing stuff ironically like kind of fell off for a while. It'd be fun if that came back, but I feel like the the um like do you know who Stassi from Vanderpump Rules is?
0: I know the name, but I I don't I. Don't really know. It's
1: all right. But just like that, that genre of woman has been trying to reclaim basic for a really mm-hmm. long time, because they can't do anything else but be basic, but they really want to be relevant also. Um, so she she's like, I'm basic and, and proud. Um, and then like, wears like a Louis Vuitton bag with Uggs. Um, yeah. I and like I think it. that's that's what Chugi is also. I you know, I'll let them have that. I guess I don't I don't want to see them trying anyway. Don't want to see them in like real tree print.
0: Yeah, I mean I think Chugi is a moving target. Mhm. Because it depends on its value base, so it depends on other factors. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm I think it's funny. I think it's funny because it's stupid.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are okay, also so- just like Oh, wait, go on. I I was going to ask you if you were on the, like, soft grunge thing in in 2014, because you've been posting some pictures of yourself on Instagram, but I don't know if that's the era that it was from.
0: I didn't know the term soft grunge in 2014. I was... How old was I? I don't know. I can't really do math. I was, like, mid-20s. I was working in fashion, and... I was, like, not in alternative spaces, really. Like, I was, like, in pretty – I know. (laughs) It was a weird, like – I have a lot to say about this chapter. But I was very much in, like – yeah, just in, like, fashion world and then in, like, media world and was not on the depths of Tumblr and, like, definitely didn't know what, like, 18-year-olds were doing talking about. um or like what I was observing was much more I was observing more like streetwear stuff during that time like that's mm-hmm. what was like catching my eye I wasn't noticing like soft grunge or whatever um but I do have a proud uh, DIY past and I had a lot of a lot of trouble dealing with the altification of everything of everyone um mm. and I've since come to peace with it but it was very hard for me to like to see everyone have a septum to see everyone have pink hair to see like everyone wearing I don't know just like clothes that used to be like fucked up and like alt and like it now everyone can dress like anything and it doesn't mean anything and like I don't know. Like, I I will make a joke. Like, like having green hair used to mean something. It like doesn't mean anything anymore <laughs> to have green hair. Like, just like the most like, you know, cute like fifteen year old girl working at a bakery will just like have green hair, and it's just like nothing.
1: It's not transgressive anymore.
0: Yeah, but yeah. um, I've gotten past it. But I definitely was like gatekeeping alt aesthetics because I felt
1: like that's mine
0: like I yeah. you know I went through I f- all those phases
1: I feel that a little bit now mostly with like like scene aesthetic stuff because I was so I was so bullied for that when I was in like middle school and I, I don't think I like seeing prom queen type individuals like dressing like they're on their way to warp tour when there's no warp tour to even go to Mm -hmm. and I am just like my my culture is not a costume. You can't can't do this. But I think I I have to let go of it. I
0: know. I don't really now that I'm like talking about it, I don't really know what my turning point was. I think I just had to have acceptance where I was like like aesthetics don't mean anything anymore. What people wear doesn't say anything about them. I mean it says something but it doesn't say like what it used to say. Like Mm -hmm. everything's so accessible that, yeah, I mean, you just, I mean, I guess you just don't know anyone until you get to talking to them, which is good. But yeah, it used to be that, like, dressing a certain way, you could, like, pick people out. It's like um, peacocking. Like, you signal out to each other, like, I look like this, you look like this. We're gonna. Yeah.
1: Although it's interesting because I feel like the, the, like, I guess people that are around my age and, and younger, especially the ones who are more on TikTok, like they're very into these like aesthetic categories um, and like spend a lot of time like trying to fit themselves like into them. Like for a while there was the, yeah. the that girl thing. And I think that the reason it doesn't have the same meaning as it used to is that it's so easy to um, like check off all the boxes to a point where it like looks like a costume because like with Shein it's so easy to like buy like six or seven outfits that fit the like if you're trying to do like a scene revival like outfit you can you can get like seven of them for a hundred dollars and it looks like shit but it will like have all of the things that that outfit is supposed to have and I think that because you don't have to spend the same kind of time or or effort into like finding pieces it's also a category that once you feel like it's over with or you want to try another one you can just like discard it whereas I had I had to spend a lot of time um yeah so much thrifting yeah
0: I I um learned how to sew so I could like alter my thrift pieces and like you know make like weird like um where you would like cut one t-shirt in half and then like sew it to another t-shirt cut in half, you know?
1: Yeah. And like, I feel like it like it made whatever it was that you were wearing feel more like a commitment, like mm-hmm. you were you were going to like have this be a part of like what whatever it is that you wanted your style to be for a while. And I don't think you have to make the same kind of commitment True.
0: Now. Oh yeah, that actually like makes me think of one of the things that I put on our list of topics which is that Kim Kardashian says she has panic attacks from (laughs) styling herself amid Kanye West divorce. This headline was like everything. I mean, it's sad, but it was like everything to me. But like one thing I did actually watch the episode. One thing she says is she was like, I was always the Kardashians with my sister. And then I was Kim Like who is Kim K? I was like, Oh my God. I like, wow. Like creating herself by herself. Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into uh making up who you are.
1: Is that even true Kim though? Cuz I feel like she's always been the most the most famous Kardashian and and Courtney and Chloe were like extras.
0: But I get what she means is that she was basically like she was in a girl band, you know, mm-hmm. and then she was in a duo and now she's solo and she like doesn't know how to like be without context you know
1: oh i did not know that kanye styled her for snl yeah i'm learning this now from reading this article
0: yeah um i've also been i'm not historically like super invested in the kardashians but as of like two weeks ago i have become just because i was getting like really overwhelmed with uh the state of the world and I took like a smooth brain break and basically like have not been listening to like any serious podcasts, like no news, like just like no learning, nothing informational just has to be like the most. So anyway, a lot of time opened up in my schedule with all all of that stuff. Um, And I've been filling it with the Kardashians, which has been just the just the solve for me and so I feel very invested are you like what's your uh relationship to a royal family
1: um are you familiar with the blog now twitter account and instagram account pop culture died in 2009
0: yes yeah
1: one of my okay
0: former friends well I need to go on
1: yeah so I feel like I'm I'm very much in the the camp of that where like the Kardashians killed socialites. Um, like I think that we we used to have a, a lot of like do nothing celebrities or like people who are just famous for being famous, and then it was just the Kardashians for a really long time. And I guess now we have like influencers, um, but they all are like I think emulating the Kardashians in a in a way that I find very boring. So I've I've been mad at them for a while. For like killing off Tara Reed. Um, and like, but do you, Tinsley okay, do you think that they,
0: I think that the Kardashians are an inevitable conclusion of culture? I don't, I think it has something to do with them, but it has more to do with the world around them technology, celebrity, mm. celebrity media. So, I mean, do you really think like they, did something or do you think the world shifted like, and that they just stayed at the center? Yeah, no,
1: I I think you're right. Cause it was definitely like that people were reading tabloids less and like watching reality TV more or like building like parasocial relationships with people on reality TV and then like wanting to keep up with them on social media rather than like, Mm -hmm. um, learning about people from tabloids and feeling like that was the end of it and I think that the Kardashians were like just at the they were like at the right moment and like had the right platform for it but it still makes me a little bit sad I miss socialites um and I think I miss like that there was a time where maybe you could like turn off knowing about them whereas like the Kardashians are everywhere and they're they're but so that's good another thing that everything
0: I think that's just like a shift of media where i think like socialites are private people and i think that with the onslaught of social media like there was no way that that kind of person was gonna maybe in the future they will as like some of the older norms like literally die off but i think for that kind of person like that kind of rich person that like the access and like self-promotion of social mm-hmm. media is what's like, it it was just always going to like count them out.
1: Yeah. No, I think it makes the Kardashians so good at what they do is they, they have no shame. Yeah. Cause they don't care. Um, yeah. Cause they're yeah.
0: not, they don't have like all of these instilled weird values of like the invisible elite or whatever.
1: Mhm. But I think also like as a longtime Kanye stan, um I have always had like a uh like Kim is not my favorite person relationship where I I don't like I think it's been very bad for Kanye to be involved with that family. Um but he did do a great job dressing her. The way that she looked before she and Kanye got together was very like mhm like Charlotte Russe. Um, yeah like wet seal kind of vibe um and i think kanye did a really good job at like figuring out what her her thing should be Um, i just
0: watched the episode where he does the closet like makeover Mm -hmm. and at the beginning of the episode she's wearing like a hot pink fit and flare dress with like louboutins and like a blowout and by the end of the episode he has her like barefoot her hair is like it has a it's not wet, but it has like wet look. It's all it's just like deflated. It's not like all big and bouncy, you know? And um she's wearing like this brown, like goddess dress that he's like kind of like pinning and tailoring to her. And it's just like wow, like such a transformation. And then she and then she was such an asshole to her sisters, which is hilarious. Because she's like, Your guy's style sucks, like
1: <laughs> Yeah, I've long felt like like Kanye um really needs like he needs, like, a blank slate, which is – I think Kim was very willing to be that. Yeah. But he, like, he loves, like, a, a woman-shaped object. Um, They've so a really it, nice, it like, sense.
0: artist-muse relationship. Yeah. But I don't think that, like – I think maybe it's easy to, for that to overlap and also confuse with love, but I don't think that's ever – I don't think, like, a muse and an artist ever have, like, a long, long, long-term relationship. It's always a phase.
1: Well, I think Kanye really wanted like a woman-shaped object. Yeah. And I think him has has mostly been fine with also being a woman-shaped object. And so I think that like there it it made sense that they were together for as long as they were, but I think it also makes sense that he's like lashing out like this now about her outfits. I remember that he was very upset over I think one of the best looks she's ever done, her like wet look Met Gala one. He was really angry oh, about yeah. that. Oh, yeah.
0: He was like, it's too sexy. I don't want my mother of yeah. my children to, like, look this sexy.
1: Which is absurd. Like, I've yeah. seen the Bound 2 music video. But <laughs> uh, I think that was, like, the best she's ever looked. It was, like, she understood, like, her aesthetic really well. And, like, I think was one of the few people that, like, fit the camp theme also. Because, like, she's just, like, camp herself. Like, she is, By being yeah. a person that is, like, head to toe, like, artificial she yeah she's a doll um
0: i know and now it's so weird that he has this new girlfriend who's 24 and looks exactly like him
1: yeah yeah i i love kanye but like not not like that i think he's a he's a great artist but he needs to go i think do some like dbt workbooks Mm -hmm. um i really i want to see that happen although i think it's so funny that kim like left Kanye and was like, I am partly doing this because like his mental health struggles have just been like too difficult for me to handle. Which <laughs> and then you know, like like BPD fair King. enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like she like left bipolar man and went to to BPD man and was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna make them have a manic off. Like yeah. he got he got her kids' names tattooed on his neck, which is That's the most crazy. like BPD man behavior ever. That is
0: so like, not okay.
1: No, no. He also needs to do some DBT workbooks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> neither really, of them should be in relationships.
0: I really thought that um, Pete was a, like, higher gun for her to, like, have a moment when he was having his moment with Julia Fox.
1: Uh huh. Well, there was that blind item about how Kim was looking for a man to be, like, you know like a new relationship that she mm-hmm. could showcase on her new reality show and that like there were no takers for it um, and yeah. that was how Someone they ended up this with Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of believe that and I think that that can be true while it is also true that he's now exhibiting like BPD behavior because I think uh, that that's like probably it's probably what it's like you know when you're in it for a while the the PR relationship becomes real and he's like had to be on the other side of this Kanye feud and like defend himself for a while. So I, th- bom- I think it was yeah, trauma that he's bonded. like this. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We were also talking about how
0: Instagram face is on its way out, which I feel like is Instagram face is Kim Kardashian face. Mhm. And obviously like she's going to keep evolving like yeah, if anyone knows that the only constant is change, it's definitely Kim K. So I wonder, like, how she'll like. I mean, I definitely think all of their bodies are less hourglassy than these. I mean, they're still hourglassy, but they're not as, like, that crazy proportions where they did look like they were wearing, like, butt pads or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's toned down, but I wonder what's going to happen, like, with the face.
1: Yeah. I feel like have you seen like it's especially Kylie who I think has she has the face that everyone wanted for a while. She mm-hmm. always looks crazy in motion. Like even mm-hmm. in her own videos that like she probably edits and filters and posts, like she still looks just I guess not not bad, but just like a like an uncanny valley. Um yes. as a person. And I think that the reason that the face is falling off is because, like, we're moving away from Instagram to TikTok. And so Mm -hmm. I think people want a face that works a little bit better in motion. And it's hard to do that when you're, like, 23 and full of Botox. That's very true. Yeah. The still
0: versus the video.
1: Because, like, I think that the Kardashians have always, like, had great faces for, like, poses. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, that... Like famous like meme of Kim crying is like you know it's just like they they don't really look like people when they start doing people things, yeah, um, which is I think why now, like they're starting to get skinny and like dissolve um some of their their b b l stuff because they mm-hmm. can at least maybe control if their bodies work a little bit better in motion, um I don't know if they can do all that much with their faces, um, yeah.
0: I was thinking I wanted like well, maybe this my prediction was that like prominent noses or like are gonna become like a thing, like not having the like because it's easy to get your nose like shaved down and made small and like whatever, but it's you but it's more unique if you're born with like. I don't know. It probably won't like there are standards of beauty that don't like symmetry will always be beautiful. You know what I mean? And like a little button Mm -hmm. nose will always be like red is cute and like cute makes you want to care for things. And like, um, I don't know. I was thinking about that. I was like, maybe just having like natural faces or like, but it'll never be natural faces. It'll be like one natural element and then everything else is altered.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's like how like, makeup was like really, really big in like the early 2010s and like learning all of these different makeup techniques. And now people have like moved to talking about skincare the same way that like people used to talk about makeup, mm-hmm. where you're still like putting a lot of work in. Um But it's supposed to, I, th- I think it's like a thing that's a little bit harder to achieve because now like makeup techniques that alter your face are so well known that like anyone can do it versus like the time that you have to spend and the money that you have to spend in investing in like different skincare products to like maintain looking youthful or whatever is like still knowledge that is not super accessible and also like takes time and money um but it like has more of a, like a natural appearance at the end. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be something like that also, but for yeah, like, like plastic down. surgery. Yeah.
0: I did see there was some, I saw an article, I think it was like ID and it was like, is this the rise of the dissociative pout? And I was like, we need to stop naming things. Like,
1: yeah, not, not, not the dissociative. And it was just a
0: picture of Chloe Cherry. Mm-hmm. The dissociative. And they're like, like, I guess,
1: I guess it's, that's not really like a- f- I mean, they're just running out of, they're running out of ideas. They really are. And that's also <laughs> why I'm
0: just like, they're letting people write stupid stuff. People just like mm-hmm. come up with something and they're like, sure.
1: Yeah. They should let me write about stupid stuff. I don't really like to do that. But they should still let me do it. I'm going to get paid.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um,
1: I think I mean, Planetary has a really interesting face. I think that that – I don't think that that – but that, that that would be, like, a thing that people try to copy. But I think the idea of, like, having, like, I don't know, like, a face that is not necessarily, like, conventionally attractive because, like, there are elements of your face that are, like, very obviously, like, changed by, like, cosmetic surgery but, like, still look interesting and cool um, – I can see that taking off where, like, maybe it's not going to be everyone that has, like, very large lips that are, like, to the point where it's, like, oh, like, you definitely have gotten... They look, like, hard. Yeah. But just, like, something that's, like, oh, that's, like, interesting, but Mm -hmm. it works. Would you still need to be conventionally attractive for it?
0: I feel like there's, like, everything's also getting very baby. Like... Yeah. People are... And it's really fucking creeping me out. Like... There's just too many girls doing, like, infantile, like, sexy infantile shit. And I'm, like, to each their own for sure, but, like, ah. Uh,
1: no, I think anyone who does sexy is, baby stuff is, like, not getting to heaven. But I think the culture also is
0: getting more pedo. Yeah. Like, I think the culture is getting more pedo.
1: Definitely. And I think there's also just, like, this big fear of aging that maybe it could be, like, pandemic-related where – people are feeling like they're losing years of their life or something. Mm -hmm. But like the comments that Kendall, who is is about like 28 and like other people that I see who are in like their late twenties, early thirties will get on TikTok where people are like, "Whoa, you look so good for 30. Like, how do you do this? And it's like, I don't know what you think a 30 year old looks like, Yeah, but (laughs) they usually look like a 22 year old, but better. Um
0: <laughs> it's just like people look like all random different
1: ways. Yeah, so I, I, I think there's this this massive fear of aging that like a lot of like younger people have in a way that I m- I mean I think everyone is, has always been like afraid of aging but the the fear doesn't start kicking in usually until you're like 35 or getting close to that like when you're like approaching what would pe- people would consider like middle age in your 40s and so to see people doing that, but about turning like twenty four, and then like projecting yeah. that to people who are like thirty, is very uh, disturbing to see. And I think like relates to why people are like trying to be sexy babies.
0: Yeah, and I think the baby thing is also like, you know, everyone wants to be taken care of. Everyone's exhausted, and they just want to be a little baby and
1: be yeah. taken care of. Yeah, it's gross. Um, it's also I think like why the the whole like nihilist like anti-feminist thing is happening too because it's it's hard to so, like try to change things and say things that you want and also to be like treated as a full person that then has like expectations of you mm-hmm. so i keep seeing like young girls being like who was it who's responsible for women in the workplace like i'm mad at them we're saying that they just like want to be a housewife or that they just like want a man to take care of them. And it's like, "Mm -hmm." you probably don't though. I think, I think what you're imagining is like being a sugar baby. You're probably not imagining being a housewife.
0: I know that's interesting to me. And I think I talked about this on my pod before, but like I saw like a thread of that on Reddit and People were talking about it and I realized as I was reading because I was gonna comment and then I realized as I was reading I was like oh everyone here's super young because for me when I make jokes like that and I really do mean them it's because I'm tired of working so I've been working mm-hmm. for a long time like
1: <laughs> and yes. I just don't
0: want to anymore I don't see there's no job I desire my passion in life is doing nothing I would love <laughs> to just like decorate the house and plan vacations I don't want to have kids but like yeah I just want to like all make our lives beautiful you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to make a beautiful life for me and a uh, bay And mm-hmm. that would be fine with me. And then, you know, do my articles uh, twice a year or something. Like, <laughs> but I don't want yeah. to, like, I don't, yeah, I don't, there's nothing in me that, like, wants to do any, there's no, like, job that exists that I see where I'm, like, that's what it is. Like, that's what I want to do, you
1: know? No, um, work is bad. Work is it bad. Is. I just think it's, like, I think concerning and, like, also interesting to me when I see people who are, like, 22 saying that, where they think that, like, being a housewife is not also a job. Um, Yeah. Like, if if some man is, like, in charge of you and taking care of you in the way that, that, like, is being imagined, like, that's work also.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And that's why it's, like, acceptable.
1: Yeah. I think it's it's be- super funny that we've like reached a point in our like feminist history where like domestic labor is not considered labor anymore.
0: Mm, I think that I would almost say that there is a revaluing of domestic. Li- oh my god! There's literally women across the street wearing handmade still. No. Outfits.
1: Oh my god! They have uh- signs. No, I wish that people could not do pop culture for these. Oh, oh
0: my God. I'm sorry. I just, I yeah, no. there, there's two red robes. One is wearing the white bonnet. One girl no. has, they're changing. Oh, my God. Oh, no. that is the actual funniest thing. I think people must be like, there must have, I live, like, near downtown. It must have been, like, at City Hall or whatever.
1: Did something happen today? No, it's, it's just out. the weekend, so it's a convenient oh. day to
0: protest.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a convenient yeah. day to,
0: via um, Handmaid's Tale.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, thousands gather at Bands Off Our Body pro-abortion rights rally in Los Angeles. They were at City Hall.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes I sense. So people like parked over here. Back. Oh my God. And it's funny. Cause when I was walking the dog too, I saw a woman with like green hair and I was like, Oh, you know what? I guess I don't see people with green hair. And I'm using that like as a derogatory term, like in my neighborhood that much. And I was like, Hmm, interesting. And didn't think anything of it. And now it's like, Oh, she was definitely going down to protest. Yeah, wow! Yeah. I can't believe I just saw that. Now I'm looking at what kind of car they have. It's a red bug. <laughs> I bet it's a hybrid.
1: Uh huh. Do you remember when the Kardashians all dressed up as the Handmaid's Tale people?
0: I thought you were going to say the Victoria's Angel. I was going to be like, yes, no, I don't remember when they dressed up like that.
1: Oh, yeah, that was like a Halloween costume thing, or like maybe it was a Kylie Jenner birthday party. Okay. We've come (coughs) full
0: circle. Yeah. What? June 2019, they threw a Handmaid's Hill themed birthday party. That's so weird. Yeah. This is so. weird oh my god
1: and this was the same year I think that or maybe not it was like uh because her kids are older than that but like Kim has had the all of her children except for North I think maybe Saint also like via surrogate and it came out that she and Kanye had like they paid their surrogates like fifty thousand dollars each like per like birth which is kind of nothing. Um Yeah, I think
0: the first, I think the first three she had herself and the last one was surrogate.
1: Okay. Yeah. I actually just watched
0: the episode where she's trying to conceive the fourth and she tries to have a surgery and they're like, no, it would be too risky for you to carry another child.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I, I remember knowing about that and then seeing their like handmaid's till party and like having just read that she had like only paid her surrogate, like. 45 or 50 thousand dollars which is definitely like less than minimum wage if you like take all the hours that someone would be pregnant for yeah
0: that doesn't seem i bet that was like one i bet that whatever that figure was was like one part of payment or something because i bet they like i'm sure that they were well compensated
1: I don't know. I don't know about about the Kardashians compensating people well. They're constantly getting sued by like their domestic staff for being like harassing and awful. So, I don't know. But yeah. I guess I will say that I don't I don't know for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, we are at an hour, so we can wrap it up um on the note of how much did should- Kim and Kanye pay for their surrogate. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't.
1: Um, okay. well, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. You should definitely come back. This is really fun. And if you've made it to this far, you should listen to and follow Big Soy Naturals. And what else?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm big we're big sway naturals on Twitter and on Instagram and then I am commodify this also on Twitter and Instagram
0: yeah all right I'm gonna end the recording now
1: okay